Hello, this is Tom James. I'm uh, glad that you're listening. I appreciate it. A couple, maybe a week or so back, I was... All these stories, by the way, today are, I think, are positive and upbeat. So um, there will be no huge swings of emotion, just hopefully some things that will make folks smile and and uh, think, I guess, as well. Uh, so a couple, maybe a week or so back, I was at a location where there's a, a Century 21 um, office. It's a pretty big building, and maybe parking space for 40 cars. And I, I look over, and there's a guy coming out of the door. You know, probably somebody maybe my age, Maybe a little younger, maybe a little older. And he's carrying this dog, a setter, some type of setter, a long-haired dog. And he's got the dog like like he's like it's a baby with his feet up, you know, and he's kind of got it in its arms. He's walking into the parking lot. He's in the, he was in the office, and he's got the dog in his arms as he exits the office. And I said, yay, yeah. I didn't say this to him, I said it. I said, you know, they make leashes for that. And so I thought, I thought, well, because, and then, well, so, and then I thought to myself, well, maybe the dog's sick. Maybe there's something wrong with the dog. The dog didn't look old. The dog looked, you know, young and healthy, but, you know, I couldn't tell. It wasn't walking. Um, It was in the owner's arms. And so he gets to his car, his truck, and he, he, I can't really see. There's a car blocking my view. But it, it looks like he puts the dog down between his legs and opens the door. And I couldn't tell if the dog jumped in on, on its own. But I said, if that driver stops near me, if he comes around this corner and he and he's caught at this light, I'm going to ask him if his dog's all right. I said, I saw you carrying your dog. Is everything okay? This is what I was going to do. And uh, what happens? <laughs> So I was trying, like, I was making a smart-ass remark about not having, you know, there's leashes guy, buddy, to be being concerned that there may be something wrong with the dog um, that I wasn't aware of and that I couldn't really make a determination on. And so he pulls around, and he's going out through the light, and he has a green light. But what he's, or maybe it was red and it turned green as he approached. So what happens? <laughs> he rolls down the driver's side window. And the dog literally gets on, I don't know if it's on his lap or gets on his lap, and sticks his head right out the window and looks like it's going to jump out the car, jump out of the truck window to say, to come to talk to me. Like, to, it wants to come, it could get me <laughs> in a positive way. And he lets the dog's upper torso, like almost to the middle, not to the middle of the chest, but far enough where the dog takes its right paw. So the, the dog's facing out the driver's side window. On this dog, there's a decent sized dog, by the way, and he puts his paw down on the side of the car, his right paw. And I said that dog appreciated what I said. I said I had a good thought for the fact that um, I hoped it, yeah, there was nothing wrong with its health. And it didn't look it looked healthy <laughs> based on you know it seemed like it jumped in the car itself, and it certainly was. You know, itch and it looked like jump out the window and come say hi to me. 
as uh, they slowly rolled past and, and headed south on Division. Anyway, it's really cute. Um, the, uh, so this is, as I said, a week or so back. Then on, I guess it was Thursday of this week, um, I'd been having a problem, um, a little slight problem with mobility where my, my I, I was having trouble, I was in pain while I was walking, you know, and it was something I just needed to give time to heal, but I, I was getting annoyed um, by kind of having, being in pain as I tried to move around, and two, you know, just limiting my, my movements, um, and so I made some decisions on Wednesday on things I was going to do to try to, you know, deal with the issue, be more aggressive on treating it. And then I, on Thursday, said, screw it. Because on Tuesday and Wednesday, I was in so much pain, I, I could barely... I, <laughs> I was in pain uh, trying to move around. I still did. But, uh, so on Thursday, I said, okay, I'm, I'm feeling better. I'm going to take a field trip. And uh, I used it in my head was saying, yeah, I'm doing, doing a field trip. I had breakfast. Uh, that morning, I could tell my foot, my foot was it was feeling better, and I uh, had a, a brief lunch, and I said, "Okay, I've always been wanting to go up to this cathedral up on the hill, um, on the South Hill, and from downtown, uh, I don't know what it's called, but where the cross meets on the cathedral, there's in this cathedral, there's a huge there's a tower that shoots up." And it's got four spires, but from downtown, you only see two. And it looks like Batman. <laughs> I mean, this is, uh, this is where I started envisioning when I would see it, you know, on a daily basis. Um, and basically, if you're walking south in Division, you, you can see the cathedrals, the tower on the cathedral with the two kind of spires, but they look like ears of Batman. And I, I, hadn't, I didn't even know what the cathedral was. I'd been to the cathedral down here in downtown, um, but I said, I'm, I'm going to go up there and visit that. And then there's also this park, Manitou Park, which I didn't even, I knew it was large, but I didn't know how large. And um, But so I, I head off on my field trip. I get off the bus. There's one of these water reservoirs right there with a pump station. Because, I mean, it's really, it's like real high up on this hill. Uh, and um, so in a lot of cases situations like that they'll put these water reservoirs it's not as big as the one in jail park but it's it was still right by the bus stop so i took a couple pictures of that i i go to the i try to go into the western facing doors of the cathedral which didn't i didn't hope or think it looked like they'd be locked and they were and then i spoke to somebody and said i said how do you can you take can you walk through the cathedral and this guy said, yeah, just go up there and to the left. There's an office there. Just tell me we're going to walk through. And so I took several really nice pictures from outside the cathedral. Um, I have one from downtown showing these two spires, you know, looking like the Batman ears. Um, and I guess my symbolism for it was it's Batman overlooking the city, you know, protecting the city. And I'm not saying that church is any more relevant than an, another you know, beautiful building like the, the Catholic Cathedral downtown, in downtown. But just the symbolism for me was there's this, you know, 
this beautiful structure up there in the hill and it symbolizes you know protection and 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 positive uh, um, a positive force overlooking the city so i I go and i there's an, a group of elderly people that are um, that are gathered in this lobby there's a lobby which is to the eastern side of the cathedral um, and I don't know what they're doing. I couldn't tell if they were there for a tour, finishing a tour. But I go into the office, I ask the lady, she says, yes, you can take a walk through. And I go through and there's no one else there. So it was very nice. And it was a beautiful sunny day, as you'll see in the pictures. Um, and so I snapped, I won't put, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I'm going to put a link to pictures. Um, I just don't know. Uh, how many of them? If I'm gonna, I'll probably if I'm gonna do a link, I'll probably include almost all of them. Uh, but so I, I was able to walk through them, and as I was, you know, about to, on my way to exit, um, the cathedral area, um, the, the the group of elderly people came in, and the woman that was in the office that I spoke to, was giving, was giving a tour for this elderly group. And so I was thinking, I could just stand here and act like I'm just, you know, walking around the cathedral or reading some plaques on the wall and, and just trying to listen into the whole thing. But I said, you know, it's not fair. I uh, I was heading out anyway. The one thing she did, I, it was actually good that the lights were not in the cathedral when I was in there because the, the lighting contrasts were better for some of the pictures. But she started turning on the lights. Um, and so as I was about to... So she, the people had sat down and she was beginning to speak. And then there was this plaque on the wall. And it had a... It was to World War II veterans. It, it, people from Spokane. Uh, they lost their lives. Which I... you know, So I snapped that picture. And as I was... Um, that was the last picture I took inside the cathedral. Um... But she said that the initial cathedral, the first services were held there. And the cathedral was St. John the Evangelist. Um, I found that out as I was trying to search and make sure I got the right bus route and how to get there. Um, and so there's a, there's a courtyard. I think it has resting spots for people. But it's a courtyard facing uh, north. And you can look down on the city, and it's just and it's just as impressive looking down as it is looking up. I mean, you have this broad view of downtown. Um, I'm not sure how far north you can see, but I mean, it's 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 really really beautiful. Um, and I took I only took one picture facing downtown because there were power lines in the way. <laughs> Other than the power lines, it's very very beautiful. <laughs> what is that? It's not very. Uh, and I wasn't up in the tower, but I don't even know how and if I don't know how it works. I know they've got a, they've got a beautiful organ in the in the in the um, cathedral. And I think they have a, a bell tower, but I'm not I'm not quite sure uh, if, if it's accessible. Anyway, um, so. I then leave 
the but oh yeah so it was first finished in 1929 the first the first uh um uh the first uh, what do you call it service <laughs> the first service was held in 1929 and i think the picture there's a black and white photo that it wasn't mine i I've, I've cited the it was from the historic society site Spokane Historical Society anyway that I believe is the initial phase of construction and that does not have the towers and you can see the difference obviously in the pictures that I took versus that one but then it was finally completed after World War Two. so that was, that was the timeline um, where the, you know, everything that you see today at least the cathedral portion I don't know about all those other buildings like the lobby and the office and all that but the cathedral itself was finished uh, shortly after World War Two. Um, as I was walking outside, there was this kind of park area just to the south of the cathedral, right across the street, and this little like, across this access road, and it has this. It looked like a tree, but it was like you know some type of maze where you you walk in from one area and you kind of loop around, loop around, loop around. I. It did it had no <laughs> markings. Like there was no, there was no dedication. There was no plaque that I could see. Um, and but I walked along it, and you basically get to the middle, and I learned that it was called the Labyrinth of Saint John the Evangelist. And I'm like, why would they call us a labyrinth? Um, and it turned. It's what I've heard is that they they have these at a lot of. Um, cathedrals or churches uh, some very very large but I thought of it it looked like a tree to me and like yeah you can walk from the roots up the trunk you know, through the branches and leaves and then you get to say what people would argue this but what was the heart of the tree right in the middle at in the kind of the middle of the canopy um, but uh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't like necessarily like the uh, the term labyrinth um, I mean there's symbolism there <laughs> I guess for me but um, it just seemed like something positive not some some uh, something that could be perceived as negative or some <laughs> some punishment <laughs> like purgatory or whatever anyway I I was in the, I took a picture of that as well. Um, then I went and I was, I felt my foot felt well enough where I was going to go to Manitou Park, but I was not going to w walk there, and I didn't realize how close it was. <laughs> I think it was like one bus stop, but it was still you know maybe a mile or thereabouts, and and so I did some push-ups waiting for the bus. The bus, the bus was a full cycle late. But yeah, it was. It, it, it was 15 minutes late from, you know, when it was supposed to be, uh, which I got, this is where I got annoyed, um, because I looked up the, the information, I basically text the number with the bus stop number, so every bus stop has a, has a bus stop number, and there's a text number, we just send the text number, uh, the bus stop number, and it sends back the next three buses for, for every route, and, well, if it's if there's like three buses that come at stop at that specific location, I think it'll send you at least two of the, 
the, the, the next two times for each of those buses. And so if it's a single bus, it'll send you the next three times. And maybe the third one will say, you know, scheduled time and then real time, and it'll say NA. But, you know, I sent it, and it didn't show up when I said I was going to. And I wasn't mad about that. I, I was just, I had to decide. I was going to go get lunch at this pizza place. Um, that's on the north side of the city and I'm on the south side of the city um, and I you know I, I'm, yeah, I'm looking at a bus stop heading south and looking at the bus stop I'm trying to get on heading north to Manitow Park and when the bus didn't show up for 15 minutes um, even though it said it was going to be almost 15 minutes late so it's 15 minutes late and the bus still hasn't shown up and I'm, I'm, I'm standing in the middle of the road basically looking one way to, to the north to see if a bus is coming and to the south to see if this bus is coming to, you know, if, sorry south, I'm looking south to see if the bus is coming and maybe I'll just jump on that and head um, north and, and go to get pizza or I'm looking to the, the south and seeing if the bus from the south is coming because I'm like I'm getting frustrated I'm, I'm really annoyed I did you know, two sets of push-ups I you know I'm looking at the schedule that was sent to me in text and it's not matching up uh, I already watched one by, bus go by coming uh, coming north you know from the the uh, uh, the station that this four bus goes up and loops back through and so I'm standing there in the middle of the road kind of just like looking back and forth back and forth and I'm annoyed <laughs> um, and so finally this bus comes back from comes from the north heading south and I run back across the street by the water tower where I, I or the water reservoir tower where I got uh, off the bus and I get on and I take the one stop and go to Manitow Park <laughs> Now, I didn't go, I wasn't, I was kind of, I, I, I knew I was going to have to walk, you know, me uh, on foot you know, as I, as I you know, explored the park a little bit. And so I, I walked through one section um, and uh, I, I, uh, I got to this beautiful Boulevard, like Tree Line Boulevard, and then it's like Manitow Place and Manitow, I don't know, there's two streets with Manitow on them. Manitow Boulevard, Manitow Place, I think. And so I had to take a left on Manitow Place. These homes are incredible. I mean, just beautiful. It reminded me of the mid, the fabulous 40s in, in Sacramento, and, and then the, the boulevard just was incredible. And, uh, so I'm heading back towards Grand Avenue, Grand Boulevard, or Grand Avenue, which is the road that this four bus goes north and south on. Um, and earlier in the day, I didn't mention this. I watched the press conference with Biden and uh, Prime Minister Modi from India, and uh, I didn't realize how much it meant um, that. Modi was there um, at the White House, and that he accepted questions from the from the press, which I hear afterwards I heard was had never happened, <laughs> um, and that's not a big deal. But this was 
someone said that they the look on the face of the you know the media or the the reporters from contingent from India were were stunned um and uh, I, the other thing I I looked up quickly was who did they buy more planes from US or me or Airbus um and I don't know it's like 20 or 30 more uh from Airbus but it's like it's still a ton of stuff <laughs> 30 billion or 35 billion dollars some massive amount of money in uh, orders from a sticker price perspective um, which is wonderful uh, I won't comment on the human rights stuff I don't it's not uh, not a good use of my energy or time um, why because I don't want these podcast to be political in nature I just want to tell stories <laughs> um, the uh, the um, so anyway I'd watch that and in the morning well, probably between my breakfast and my lunch of leftovers before I headed out on this field trip and there's this Indian couple walking along Manitou place, and I thought that's good symbolism. I, so I, they were they were chatting, and I couldn't tell if they were shopping or walking around the neighborhood or it kind of home shopping, um, or just you know enjoying a day out. I, I couldn't tell. It. Uh, sorry, that's where they lived, and I just didn't you know. It, that was probably yeah, the first one, um, the most likely option, but so I looked back. And, there's I don't know what dialect they were speaking in, but I just looked back and, and said hello, and they, they they waved and said hi back, and so then I get to Grand Avenue, and it's a two it's a one way two lane I think it was no it maybe two lanes in both directions anyway so then I see the bus <laughs> the bus is coming and it's it, it's it's I would have missed it if it didn't have it, if it wasn't stopping. So someone was getting off the bus at this location. So I got cars coming from the left, cars coming from the right, and I. Sp- and this this is when I knew my foot was getting better. I sprint across the road, and so I'm sprinting across the road to get behind the bus and get, just shout to the person that's getting off, let me back on. But I got to the door as he was getting off, and the door was starting to shut, and the guy said, "The guy said, uh, got another one, got another one." which I've done for people plenty of times. And he, the driver lets me out. It turns out it was the same driver that left, dropped me off. <laughs> so he, he goes and he goes all the way to the station. I don't know how far it is. Um, at the end of the four line to the, to the south. And then he maybe waits there for a few minutes. Probably, there's probably a bathroom there for, for, for employees. Uh, and then he, and he comes, he comes back and it just turned out that after I walked through Manitow Park, um, you know, and walked along the street where this, this Indian couple was, and I all there's one other thing I'll say, but I, anyway, I caught the the bus with the same driver coming heading north. So one other thing about the street, there's some mansion house on the end of the street, right before it hits Grand Manitow Place in Grand, and I don't know what it is. Um, it's got one of the plaques, the the Spokane Historical Society plaques on the side. You can see that in the photo. 
And then <laughs> they're walking past the house. This is right before I started sprinting. I said, watch, I'm going to miss this damn bus. Because I stopped. I looked in the window. So it has these two kind of big wings. Not wings, but it has wings on the side of the house that are set back from the road. As I get to the left side of the house, I'm walking with it on my right. The house is on my right. This mansion's on my right. And I get to the... I look in the window on the left side. <laughs> this front this room. There's a motorcycle in there. <laughs> what the fuck is a... What's a motorcycle doing in this house? And like, this is when I thought someone's still living there. I thought it might be like some type of museum when I saw the historical society, society thing. But that's, that's not a lot of buildings that are, that are still in use. And I just hadn't seen it on a public residence. But, uh, yes, I took a picture. The, the picture of the motorcycle is not that good, but the motorcycle's in that house. <laughs> I'm sure it's a classic or some type of antique, but I wasn't going to walk up to the window and peek, you know, look in. But this is when I'm, as I, I, took the, I took the picture of the house, then I stopped and saw the motorcycle. I took, tried to take a picture of the motorcycle in the window, and then I get to the, and I'm right near the street, and then I look. And the freaking bus is coming by. And I'm like, I bet you I missed that damn bus because I took these stupid pictures. <laughs> Especially the one on the motorcycle. But thankfully, someone was getting off the bus at that stop. And I sprinted across and got there. And there was a guy that helped me get uh, get on by telling the driver. Um, so that was that was my field trip. I did not see all of Manitou Park. There's a big, huge portion I missed. I will go back. Um I uh, I might go back again to the cathedral. Um, there's a there were some plaques on the outside of the building or shields that I I tried to search for online. I haven't I haven't done an exhaustive attempt to search for them, but um, uh, I I uh, I might go back and see if there's a there's a historian that I can speak with. Or I'll call in advance to make sure it's somebody. I'm like I need this. Any somebody who knows all these plaques that can tell me what they are. Um, but, uh, so, I, I, I've, you know, I'm, I'm heading to lunch after my field trip, or a second lunch. You know, the, the lunch I initially had was just some leftover pasta. Um, it wasn't a lot of food. <laughs> Not my normal uh, size portion for lunch. And I'd you know, been moving around, and it was probably three or four hours later, and I was hungry again. And so I'm heading north on the same four bus with the same driver, and, and you know, to go past the transit center, stay on the bus, go up, and get off at this intersection of Monroe and Indiana, which is a place I've been you know, hundreds of times. It was, the first, it, was, it was an intersection I walked through the first time, the second... The first full day I was in Spokane, I walked up Monroe, and, and that was Indiana Northwest hit. I I went uh, on, I believe I I angled northwest on on uh, uh, northwest. <laughs> I was like, what's the name of the street again? It's the name of the direction, though, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, anyway, so I, but so this is where I'm going to get off. Well, what happens? The next bus stop, so the bus stop where I got off to go to Manitou Park. Guess who gets on? And I'm sitting, just, just you know, it's not super busy, but it's, there's a decent number of people on the bus. 
of Cooper kids on a field trip. All these young, um, you know, elementary age girls for, were on a, some type of, I don't know if it's a summer camp, but they were on a field trip. <laughs> and so they had their chaperones and teachers. And there's probably 15 to 20 kids. And so me and... I, I moved back immediately. I'm like, that's, there's, there's probably enough room for them to sit, maybe a couple standing up in the front area of the bus. I'll move to the back, and if, even if I have to stand up in the back, I'll stand up in the back. And this other Asian guy who was probably close to my age, he, he eventually, he waited. And then he saw how many kids there were on this field trip. And he, yeah, he, he gets... He gets up and he sits so in the back of the bus there's seats facing one another you know perpendicular to the direction of travel um and so he sits across from me and you know, finally all the kids the bus driver was real patient let everyone and they decided some of the kids were going to stand so they had a hold of the bars where they were all right around their their uh, schoolmates and um, so we get moving. I look at the old, the other, the Asian guy. I said, "Being displaced by the younger generation," <laughs> smiling. And he smiled. I said, "No." <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the uh, what else? But yeah, so the kids in the field trip, the kids in the field trip got off like one stop. I wanted to ask them, I assume they were just at Manitou Park because they got on one of the, I got a, Manitou Park's big enough where there's like two bus stops on Grand Avenue that you can access, the, at least two, uh, you can access the park from. But anyway, I never asked them what they were doing. I assume they were at, at, at Manitou Park. Um, but I was curious if there was some other attraction up there. It's not a big deal, but... I was thinking that. Um, then I, this is going to seem sound a little cheesy, but as you come south on, to head to the plaza, there's this escape room place called. It's it's called T H N, K, Tank Escape Rooms. I don't know how popular it is, but I hate. I kept say, thinking, not think tank, thank tank, and <laughs> just stupid, but. Uh, I'd seen it one other time and thought the same thing. I don't know if I, I wrote about it or... It was, it's a little campy, but, you know, instead of a think tank, a thank tank, um, what to be thankful for. Think about and spend your time on uh, what you have to be thankful for. Um, maybe it's more meaningful than I, I think, but <laughs> I, I thought maybe it's a little cheesy, too. Um, but yeah, so I, I get off the train at Indiana and Monroe, or the bus, and I'm heading, and so when you walk on, when you walk east on Indiana, there's like three house places of worship. There's Latter-day Saints place, and there's two, two three really large, uh, houses, you know, places of worship on that street. Um, I, I don't think I've... They're not cathedrals, but they're pretty substantial. They're all they're all three are substantial buildings. Um, one of them's very kind of Romanesque in its facade. Um, I'll take pictures of them eventually, but 
that's not critical. What, what was critical was there was an aerial, an avian aerial battle going on above one of these places, and it was a, it was it looks like it was a a, a young bald eagle because I've seen red tail hawks. It just the wingspan and the pattern of of coloring on its wings it was a, it looked like it was a, a young bald eagle and it's getting dive bombed by and I it, more crows than I've ever seen chasing an eagle or any any bird of prey or raptor and I think it had something in its claws and I didn't want to think about it but what I guessed it happened is maybe there'd been some poaching or maybe um, it had killed uh, I mean they they definitely kill Pigeons. I don't know if they kill, and I've I've heard that they poach from nests. But anyway, it had this. It looked like it had something in its clutches, and they were probably ten to fifteen um, crows going after it. But this had happened for a long period of time. I don't have a great camera on my. I took one video, and then I tried to snap photos, and some of them I did. I started taking them in live view, and so sometimes they're in focus, sometimes they're not. I'll just put. I'll put the video on so you can get a feel for how many crows were involved. Um, and maybe a couple photos that show the pattern, the, 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 the pattern of coloring on the, and then the kind of the span of the wings. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've seen young red-tailed hawks. I don't know. I could be wrong, but it, it looked, anyway, wherever it was, it was impressive to see the, how, how long these, these crows and this, I just thought the eagle would just leave, because <laughs> he'd fly up, but it stayed above the area I was in, um, after that, I, I kept walking, and there's this pizzeria place that's across the street from the high school, not the high school like building, but the high school grounds, and it's got a good deal for, for lunch, you know, three slices for like six or seven bucks, um, and so I'm walking, and I look to the south. I'm on the, sorry, I'm on the south side of Indiana. And there's this office that could have been a dentist's office. It looked like some type of doctor's office. It's got an American flag hanging in the window. So I, and then there's people right to the left of the American flag, like a group of three or four people. And so I'm like, I want to take a, and I don't know, for me, I don't know if it had to do with symbolism of the bald eagle, um, but I said I'm going to take a picture so I zoomed in and I, I don't think I caught any of the employees but they saw me taking the picture <laughs> and I don't know like there was one lady that was kind of stationed there they looked at the other people were talking to her um, but then there's one lady and she waves to me and I waved back and I I gave her a thumbs up and she knew I was talking about the flag and uh she gave me a thumbs up back, which I really appreciated. Um, so I go and order pizza. Uh, I said, hey, you want anything to drink? <laughs> I said, uh, yeah, I'd like a glass of water. So like, that'll be 50 cents. And I looked at her, and I'd been there before. And I don't think I'd asked for water before. Or I ordered a soda, but I was not going to drink soda. And so I, uh, 
I look at her and I go, is that for the water or for the cup? And she goes, it's for the cup. I said, okay, can you fill up my water bottle? So she filled up my water bottle, um, which was nice. <laughs> when I left, she goes, hey, you want me to fill that thing up again? I go, I didn't drink it all. I forget, there's plenty left. Because she filled it up, like, to the very brim. Like She's like, be careful. And I spilled some. You know, go, go getting it to the table to eat. Um... So then, I, I'm like, it was probably maybe three, three or four. I'd have to look to, to be precise, but I'm walking. I'm walking this route that takes takes me near the the new soccer football stadium that they're building here in downtown, which I occasionally check on progress. The whole grandstands and media center, media booths, are all are all complete. They said, they said sometime in the fall it was going to be you know, open, which will be cool to see. Um, but uh, that's where I, I came across this chalk drawing on the ground that said "Embrace Kindness," and so I, I just said I got to take a picture of that because um, it relates to some of the things I said in my first book. But in any case, I get to the library, I. I go, I go, um, and I go back home, but it was, it was a really nice, really nice day. I appreciated, <laughs> the, uh, all these moments of serendipity, um, and, uh, I was thankful that I could tell my foot was, was getting better, um, I guess, one other funny thing, you know that I mentioned that the cathedral looks like Batman from from down below. For some reason, whenever I print out my handouts for my for my uh, my books and my podcasts and the opportunity to donate, um, there's the M's have have ears on them. I'll I'll include that as well in the link. Um, but yeah, it's strange. And it's not in the it's not part of the font. It's something that happens when it gets printed out. The uh, the only other thing was, a while back, I. I hadn't been doing much strength training, um, and it was just, I I could come up with a million reasons or excuse, not a million I could come up with a lot of excuses or reasons for it. But anyway, I hadn't been. And he said, I gotta start again. And maybe it was summertime. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Springtime. Um, but I always felt better when I felt when I'm stronger, you know. Uh, and so when I was living in the Seattle area in Juanita. Juanita stands for God is gracious. Um I I think. <laughs> um when I was sleeping in Juanita in my teepee, I would I would walk off and walk past this church. Um, I don't remember what the corner was. It's right before you get into downtown Juanita when you're walking from like the direction of the Safeway and the Seven Eleven. Um, and so there was this place I could do dips on a ramp, on a a ramp that went up. So every time I walked by that church in the morning, 
um, I would do I would do maybe one or two sets of dips, and then I could do I could do twenty consistently, and I could even do twenty with weights. And and what I mean with weights is like whatever I had in my pack or whatever I was carrying, I wouldn't take it off. I would just do the dips, then, and I would you know I would do dips where I'd let the bar hit. But the right at the bottom of my chest, or like right around my nipple. So each side where I was doing these dips on a ninety degree angle bar, I would these bars would hit my you're just just either right around my nipples or right below my nipples, and that meant I was doing the dip deep and uh, doing it properly. It's like doing a push up where your chest doesn't hit the ground. Like when you do a dip, you want it to you know you want to go that deep. And it didn't really matter how I was eating or how I was living or I could do it. Um, and so I said to myself, okay, the easiest way to start and get back into this would be to do, just start doing push-ups. And it's like, you got to be able to do 20. Like, you know, this, this, if you can't. But I said, if, if I start and I just do three sets of 10 and that, that's how I get started so I don't get too sore or get too discouraged, fine, whatever. But I said, I'm also going to go test how many dips I can do. And so I, there's a place here when I leave my apartment, I can, there's a location where I can do dips. It's right along a very busy road, but I, I can, it, it, it's safe and it's, it's, it's sturdy. Um, and I, I could barely do seven dips. I was like, I don't know if this happened in mid-May or it was either late, mid to late May when this happened. When I tested it, and I said, you know what's going to happen? By the end of June, I'm going to be back to doing 20 dips whenever I want. Because, you know, dips are dips are harder than push-ups. <laughs> um, you know, if you can do 10 dips, you can, you know, if, to, if seven dips is failure, you can probably do 20 push-ups to, you know, to failure. Um, and it, it's better, I'd rather, I'd rather do an exercise that, brings me to failure um, in 20 to 25 reps as opposed to 35 to 40. Like, I don't want to be doing sets of 40 push-ups, sorry. Um, but, um, so, I accomplished it. I can do, I can do, uh, It's June 25th and I can do 20 dips. So that was a big accomplishment. I made a goal. Um, and <laughs> I knew you all were just dying to hear about it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway, two books uh, under the pen name Timothy Jameson. You search Timothy Jameson, Timothy, not Timothy Jameson with an I, not an E. You search selling Amazon or Google, you, you, you hit them right away. Quotes and anecdotes, happiness supply now. Also, I accept donations on Venmo. Um, and I guess the the thing that's <laughs> the most valuable thing people can do is share these podcasts with others. You know, pick the one or two that you you enjoyed the most, and and send a link to those people that. Uh, you think uh, would appreciate it as well. Blessings.